Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What about tomorrow? How for us to start winning is now. 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 Hey, they don't like us. We don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? right, right, right. At the end of the day... It's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this squad. you got to run the ball. Barkley off the left side. Here he goes. Look at the speed. Oh, my goodness. Break the tackle. Going to take it to the house. 92 yards. Tying with the defender. Saquon Barkley. You gotta stop the run. You run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. Early. And you gotta pressure the passer. Went tagged in, holds it down. Down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. 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 Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. 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 Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football Giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants. Say Quan Barkley, aka the Golden Child. <laughs> the do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like I'm asking you for real. Really? Not his name, but do you know who he is? J Rock. J Rock. J Rock. You saying we going sixteen and no, huh? I'm sixteen and no, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? How you man? You. You know who just drives the Messiah? Obi, the one and only, Shakes Montana. Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana.
going on? Big Blue Nation and sports fans all around the world. You are now tuned in to one of the most dangerous shows on this blog talk network, The Shakedown. I'm your host for today, Black Crazy. Uh, you know what I say. We're going to get into it early and often. Um, first of all, I want to um, I want to give like a, a moment of silence real quick, man. Um, you know, a young fella lost his life today about 1 o'clock in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. A uh, young fella by the name of um, Robert Thornton, better known to the world or some of you, um, who listen to rap music and basically southern rap music, really, you know, this is one of the out-of-the-trunk type artists. Uh, Young Dolph, uh, unfortunately, met his demise today, about 1.30 or so, Memphis, Tennessee, um, in his hometown, um, in, his, in his home hometown. He was actually in his county and everything, um, going to get some cookies for his mom. Um and unfortunately, he was, he was cut down and uh, shot through the actual store window uh, by multiple assailants with assault rifles. Um, I want to send a, a rest in peace. Shout out to Young Dolph, his family. Um, you know, he's, he's survived by um, a mother of his children and two kids. Um, you know, should have said, man. Shit is sad, man, and it keeps happening. And it's going to keep happening with the perpetuation of these violent um, areas, man, which would spread and then turn into violent songs. And now it's just deaf culture completely. Um, for those who don't know, Young Dolph has had, been, had many attempts on his life. Um, I think the last time he actually got shot, prior to that, um, he had um, a situation where it was, I believe, they they tried to get him, and then they tried to hit this man, and they found out, this was in California, I believe. No matter of fact, this one was in Charlotte. Um, multiple rounds of fight, and they said it was over 100 rounds in that particular event, um, and that he did not uh, meet his demise then. He was supposed to um, bulletproof his cars and things of this nature. But unfortunately, that young fella, on a, you know, what you would consider to be a normal day, you know, just another day in the neighborhood. Unfortunately for him, he has obviously some what they would consider to be opposition or haters. And, um, you know, hopefully um, hopefully they find out who did this, man. Um, I got to stop the second stuff, man. This is, this is, this is. This ain't right, man. This ain't right. It never will be right. Regular rapper, if his name wasn't Young Dolph, if his name was just Robert Thornton, and I saw it flash across the news, I still would say the same thing. This ain't right, man. But without any further ado, we bring in one of my brothers. Make sure y'all hit this number, 914-205-5796. That's the number to call in. Hashtag the shakedown on the Twitters. I got my brother with me, LRP. We ain't got no problems in Houston. What's up, bro? 
Peace, peace, God. What's going on with you? Nothing much. How's the audio? You, you sound like you're in the car, but it's all right with me, man. I, you know, I ain't, you know, I ain't snobby. I know a lot of these people be audio snobs, but sometimes, you know, this is blog talk, man. Until we're sitting in the room together, on ESPN.com, you won't get some of this. I know that's right. I'm just getting off the bag, so, but I'm here. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. I was just um, speaking to... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, bro. All right. So as that brother gets his, his stuff together, we're going to bring in another caller. Uh, make sure you dial this number, 914-205-5796. That's the number to call in. Hashtag the shakedown on the Twitter here. We're still on the Twitter. Um, and anybody who wants to participate in the chat, the chat room is live and active. We have with us brother OG Steve from D.C. What's going on, OG? Yo, yo, what's up? Peace, guys. What's crackalacking? Peace, God. You know. What up, OG? Yeah, yeah what up? What up, man? I'm here. Right? Everybody. G-Nation. You know, just chilling, man. See what y'all brother was chopping uh-huh. on. See what's good. Yeah, I had to uh, pause the music and everything for a little bit because um, just talking about the young brother that lost his life today. Um Young Dolph, a.k.a. Um, young Dolph, um, young fella from uh, Tennessee, Memphis 10, uh, rapper, and then, uh, uh, what's the boy name, Yo Gotti, uh, CMG, they've been going back and forth for a while, and um, finally, man, they've been attempting to try to take this brother for a long time, finally, they finally got him, going to get some cookies for his mother, bang, bang, boogie. Got to the window. Mm. Uh, like about one well, afternoon. That's the same, man. Well, rest in peace and God bless all those who are affected and hurt by it, man. I'm sorry to hear brothers is out here killing each other. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we got enough going on in this world, man. Ain't no damn way in there. It's like, it's insanity. It ain't even culture. It's insanity to be at this point. It's like, you know, where does it end? I mean, like, it's just no, it's, it's, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> hey man, it's right now, if people didn't wake up, see damn damn in Revelation, like, you can't be out here telling people, boss, we almost at the end as it is. You're this fool. Like this yeah, we almost towards the finish line, boy. Yeah, we had to, we had to, we had to, like, really? You better, just trying to let me, you know, to make peace with everybody, uh, for real, mm-hmm. and everything. So peace to everybody. Word. That's mm-hmm. all I got to say. Right. You know, I don't want to make it, you know, down show the whole show. Rest in peace to that brother, man. God bless uh, him and his family. He survived by a wife and two kids. It's kind of typical. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing for him, unfortunate for them, is that this young fellow was a stacker. He had money on top of money on top of money. And he was stacking and he was buying up the community as well. And I don't think they like that either. That these bag of those as well. So, but um, without any further ado, man, we're going to get into it early and often. It's the New York football giant. First, about us. You know what I'm saying? You can get a worldview from not showing them. So, um,. Real quick, just to, you know, touch the floor. We only got two brothers in here right now. How y'all feeling right now, man? How we feeling going and coming out of this bye week? Corner of RP, I'll let you go, man. You know I'm able, so I'll, I'll let you go, brother. 
not the um, nephew. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm anxious. If I'm, if I can use a, a word, one word to describe, I'm anxious. I'm ready to be the squad on the field again. You know what I mean? And and see, hopefully, it's you know, the defense mm-hmm. continues over to what they did last time. And the mm-hmm. offense can finally, you know, take that leap, you know, because they still haven't. They still haven't. They yeah. haven't been able to eclipse, what, 30 points yet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What do you need so, to see, LRP, from the offense? What do you need to see, specifically? Um, well, I heard that Thomas is practicing. Um, I don't know if he'll play, but I'll be excited to see him back. And him and Pert and getting mm-hmm. Soda's ass out of there. I'll be excited mm-hmm. to see Barkley. I know he's been mm-hmm. he's been in the mix for quite a while now. And with the extra bye week, they gave him some extra time. They didn't let him rock before, which I thought was a smart move. Give him that mm-hmm. time. It didn't, you know, it didn't matter. So I'm anxious to see him. I'm anxious yeah, to see Tony. Yeah. And this dude get his weapons, man. Yeah, yeah bro. Oh, my bad. I ain't going to jump in. Go ahead. You got nah, it. Nah, that's all good because now you're just, you just doing your thing and you don't got to answer him. You know what I mean? Okay, oh, okay. Well, yeah, that was it. Tony, Barkley, and Thomas, man. And, and see, uh, hopefully, if this team can can eclipse 30 points because we know the other side definitely can. Well, look, let me ask you this. How, how do you see us doing it? How, how much the winning formula schematically, you ain't got to go into details, I mean, you know, actually know, but like, you know, I mean, what is it, is it ball control, is it running the ball, I mean, like, what, how, how do you see us beating them, like, seriously, you know, I mean, Dominic. how do you see it playing, like, what, how, knowing our team, our strengths, our weaknesses, how do we get it done? Well, how, how I see it, or how, um, I mean, how yeah, I would yeah, do I mean, it would be time of, time of possession. Keeping the ball out of Brady's hands, of course. You know, running the ball with uh, multiple uh, looks with Barkley and Booker and Penny. You know what I mean? Using Barkley out in as a as a wide out in a lot of mm-hmm. instances and cases. Using Tony as the the motion receiver to throw. You know what I mean? To have them look have that defense and have Devin White and them boys take a beat on whether or not where they're going to pursue and what gap they're going to pursue it at. You know what I mean? And uh, that's how I would do it. Control the ball. Um, let Jones, air, you know, rock because their their secondary is is not as, as potent as the uh, middle of their defense and their defensive line. So you have opportunities there. Um, stretching the field, getting, the, getting them tired, man. Getting that defense tired. By controlling the ball, by using your weapons, manager making good eight down. I mean eight yards to twelve yards. That would be much like what uh, what San Fran did. Much like what San Fran did against the Rams. You know, using that mm-hmm. eight yards to twelve yard space with your weapons to get open. You got you know what I mean, and, and working it that way and working your way down the field. So. Matriculating it or hitting it with big plays or just a balance attack kind of between a little mix up of both. 
well, shoot, you, the you first play you. off the scrimmage, I'm hitting them straight straight down the field. I'm making them run. Regardless, incomplete or not, I'm 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 attempting it. Tony's going for an out. Galladay's going for an out. Shep's going for a crossing. And Ingram's going for a crossing. And I'm sending Barkley out to the flat. And I'm I'm stretching the field. I'm stretching the field. And I'm getting them running, getting them off their guard. I'm high pace. I'm going to run a high pace in my first drive. You know what I mean? Schematically scheme that up the way though you're going to have at least a good six, seven plays. You know that you will definitely run off script and and getting the defense tied. Second series, going to slow it down a little bit, be a little bit more methodical. Third series, I'm hitting the ass over the head again with some stretch plays, stretching the field, and and balancing it out like that. Based off of what they do, will dictate how I transition and how I adjust. Right. What about you, Black? Yo, I'm kind of feeling the same way, man. But hold on to one second. We got the brothers with us, man. We got Shakes Montana. We got Eddie Chosen One from the Bronx. What's going on, fellas? Family, family, family. What's cracking, fellas? Peace, Todd. Peace, Peace King. There you go. Peace, Peace God. God. Peace, God. There you go. Peace to the King. Peace to the Peace, All right, so basically what's happening right now, uh, OG kind of rattled off a series of questions that was kind of already mixed in there because it was, it was obvious. Um, coming up to Bob, we got Saquon Barkley back at practice. Back at practice. We got Andrew Thomas. We got a sighting there. We got a sighting. He's at practice. I think he's a little more slow moving. Uh, a little more slow moving. Excuse me, I'm not kind of faded off there. Um, so, fellas, talk to me, man. Uh, how do you feel about Saquon Barkley coming back to practice? And my question is, do you think he's going to be a full goal for Tampa Bay? And Andrew Thomas, what, what, what is your timeline? We're going to start there with Shakes Montana. Yeah, everybody that can go will go. I think that's the majority of everybody. We, we here, bro. We healthy, man. That's how I see, man. All right. All right, you chose one from the Bronx. We're going to go with you on that one. Hashtag beat Tampa. What's the, what's the question, my guy? Hashtag beat Tampa. Saquon's back at practice. Uh, do you think he's going to be a full goal against Tampa Bay? And we saw uh, Andrew Thomas, he had a sighting. I think he's going to be a little a little more slow, still coming, but um, uh, pause. But what do you think his schedule is going to be? How you feeling about this, man? Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good, brother. Because you know why? This is what we waited for. We actually waited ten games to see what's up. Literally, this is what we thought we was going to see the beginning of the season. This is what we were a lot more excited about coming into the season before training camp injuries. And on paper, this is something that we thought a lot of us had us with a winning record because there's no excuses. Right? That's something that came out. Daniel Jones doesn't have no excuses. And we should be able to score at least 25 points on offense because of our weapons. He's going to get everybody back healthy for the first time. So this should prove to be either him being able to make it happen with the things he has on the field because he's been doing his best with without, or Jason Garrett does know how to use everybody and get them involved and make it happen. Because now he has no excuse either. So we'll see. Is it on coordinator or quarterback? Or some both? We'll see. 
So everybody gets to see what they want to see. No excuses. I'm happy about everybody being healthy, and this is what we plan for. Sorry it took 10 games, but I'm happy it's here now. And real quick, to piggyback OG, what I'm also doing with Daniel Jones, I'm moving his launch pad like they did in week three. I'm with a lot of rollouts, you know what I mean? A lot of, as soon as the ball is hiked, the line is shifting with him as he trots to the side, three or four yards to the left, three or four yards to the right. I'm moving the pocket, and I'm getting him used to and comfortable with, as soon as he gets the ball in his hands, to move his feet. Mm-hmm. And that's not a line yeah. that you want to get comfortable with and be a statue. Uh, since I've been a good listener and with a decent question, can I, you know, can I say my little piece? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was about to turn it on to our brothers about that, but I didn't know if he was out of a bottle for LLP. But, uh, they had OG, no, I didn't, uh, I didn't say my piece. No, I respect everything everybody say. You know, I ain't, I ain't say nothing about what I thought. You know what I'm saying? I just want to tell my little piece. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I ain't got no reason. You know, I, um, I'm, you know, it's, you know, sadly, I mean, I guess we all kind of watching what, you know, the offense is going to do and hope the defense can stay consistent, you know, but I just think that we need to, uh, we need to kind of do, you know, the women's formula. I mean, I don't, I think the first couple series, I think we can go ahead and like you said, spread them out and do all that stuff, you know, early on for one or two series. But as a game, like I said, by the third series, I think we really need to focus on running the ball, man, and keeping Tom Brady off the field and running the ball on first first down, man, and, and trying to get at least five yards, you know, at least five yards. And, and, and someone that puts for a first down or second down, you know, and trying to move the chains that way, you know, and, if, you know, at least five yards on the first. Maybe, you know, but we can get in the second in, in, in threes, man, and, you know, halfway – you know, at thirty percent of the time, man, that would be great. You know, that's how you keep them up on the field because we need to run the ball. Period. I, I do know we got a whole bunch of weapons, man, but I think it's going to take some time to get used to all of them. So I, w- I wouldn't just say just because they're on the field, I'm gonna automatically say, "Oh, you're supposed to get it done." They ain't played together, so at least gotta get one or two games before I just go completely there. So until then, I just kind of be judging everybody for what they do, like I normally do in the circumstances that we're in. But as far as everybody being on the field, that's great. I'm glad like everybody else. But I can't really say that I expect them to be running the optimum because even the coordinator definitely probably ain't. You know, hopefully they've been calling it in practice, but it's going to take a while for them, you know, at least two or three games. So anyway, man, that's all I got on it, man. Let's get it popping. All right, then. All right, then. LLP, you got anything on the state corner? Uh, oh, oh, okay, hold up. Can I hold on for a second? One second. My bad. My bad. But you said two, two, three games for what? Who Barkley? No, I'm saying as an offense with having all the weapons on there before, but like, yeah, they got all the weapons. They should be running. You know, we should be running on all eight cylinders type situation. That's all. You know, I you, are, you know, yeah, it's hopeful. You hopeful they just come on in and jaw automatically, but you can't. It ain't really all that realistic. You know that they may not. You know, be quite there yet because. It's the first time we've seen them all together, so let's just be hopeful. <laughs> you know. Well, I guess uh, my premise is a little bit different, but um, I like black people. Go ahead, you got it. Go. <laughs> no, no, you, you got you got something. Well, jump on it, bro. Jump on it. I'm with you. I'm with you, Shakes. Yeah, go ahead, Shakes. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. Well, my thing is this. And I, I think I said this like a couple weeks ago is that 
with their injuries, I felt like it was a blessing in disguise, right? Uh, I felt like uh, Kadarius Tony and, and all these other guys got their opportunities to get their chemistry going with the, with the quarterback and also being implemented into the game plan. What do you do best? What do you not do best? You know what I mean? You don't do that so well. You know, these are the things that we got to find out with the injuries that these guys are thrown into the fire. So now that everybody knows their role and everybody knows what they do and what they don't do, I feel like it's all set. So now that they all healthy, I think it's, a, it's a all a go. But that's my assumption. I could be totally wrong, but that's my assumption. Can I piggyback off that thing real quick? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead, bro. I'm seeing it like this. And I'm going to take myself out of the equation because the moment that I thought about it, I thought about my practices, my life. I'm not going to do that. And I know their life is way high. You know, the, the level is 10 times higher. I believe that if you have been studying your playbook within 10 goddamn weeks, You've actually played in some capacity with him at least one or two weeks here. Nobody has not gotten on the field. The only thing that has kept these guys off the field is health. It's not like they haven't been playing. It should be a full go. One, it has to be a full go. Look at our opponent. Look what we've got going on. And I'm talking about the passing game. I'm not going to get into the running game because now Booker's rhythm is about to be off. And also, he's not going to play. I don't know if you guys heard about this or not. He took a personal day or something like that. So they called up Brightwell because they don't know what's going on with Booker. Mm. But we'll get into that well, later. They, they uh, know what's going on if they're calling up Brightwell. Let me just quickly yeah. say this, and I mean quickly. You know, my whole thing was not premised on individual players being able to play. I don't know anybody who's touched the field, the experience you expect to play. My whole thing is based on them playing together. So that's, mm-hmm. to me, that's far different than yeah. expecting people to be better because of their experience and knowing what their individual skill set is. Because what, what, you know, Tony was doing when he was on the field by the end will be what he's doing on it when with Shep on there, and, you know, coming out. So that's, that's my point, man. So I just yeah, want to make I got that clear. Um, my, my thing is, I'm, I'm so concerned about Jason Garrett, bro. Because mm-hmm. to me, he's oh, the me one too. that brings this all together. So I'm more concerned mm-hmm. with Garrett calling plays to make this fit than anything because he hasn't had all of these guys either. Yeah, I mentioned so, him. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I'm concerned with that. But I think health-wise, we should see a little bit different or a lot different when it comes to the passing attack. Like the way we're mm-hmm. going to attack Tampa Bay, it should be totally different, and I'm playing on that. Because you got guys now that can win one-on-one matchups. You got guys that can make you miss. You got guys that can route run. You got guys that can take the top off a of defense if you just send them mm-hmm. straight up the field. And you got to follow them. You got to follow what John wrote. You got to follow what I think we all know Jason Garrett got to find a way to things make this all happen. And I think and, and that's, that's where I'm, that's I'm But I'm saying, that's what I said in my whole thing when I opened up. He's got to figure out how to get everybody going all at once, too. So, I mean, you know, it's his job, and I expect him to do it. But do I think that there may be some growing pains? Hell yeah, because he hasn't even performed with Optimum with one or two pitches. So, do, 
I'm not going to think that all of a sudden this man is going to turn into a guru. We know when he's got more pieces. I've always said that. Sometimes more pieces. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's that is always the point. So we're going to see. And I do believe it's mm-hmm. God's following this and God to this. So I, I'm with you. All right, then. All right, so let's, let's I, switch it up I, a little I want to say this for you real quick, and I'm out the way. All right, bro. As much as I would love to run the ball against this team, they are so much more susceptible to the pass. It has been proven. Mm-hmm. It has been shown. Yep. Guys have been guys have been working against them oh, that you don't even know the names. Yeah. Yo, I oh, mean, every week you look in the, so, in the in the box score for a team, and a dude that you never even heard of got good yardage on this secondary man. Yep. We got so, so it. September Bay currently is 20. Not what we want. We don't want no shootout, Tampa man. Bay, we Tampa, don't want that smoke. One second. One second. Control the clock. One second. Oh, my bad. One second. Tampa, Tampa Bay is currently ninth total total uh, defense, 21st against the pass, and second against the run. So you, you, you're absolutely right. They made a pack there, baby. We Come on, count. man. Come on. No, I mean, the numbers right. are there, but I still believe you got to be balanced, man, because if, you, if we're going to expect the win the shootout with Brady, I don't think we're going to win that. I'm just saying. Not a, we can't be afraid I, to listen, throw that I don't think our defense is going to allow it. All right. I don't right. think so our defense is going to That's what we got to hope for, for we, sure. We already that's know. We, we already for. know. We, we, I got to be honest with you. I, y'all been hearing me say, I think we match up well. With this team, man. I think we match we up do, well. Bro. They kind of bend up. But we match up well. Here's the thing, though. Execution, execution, execution. Because the coach is going to do what the coach is going to do. The coordinator is going to do what the coordinator is going to do. But as long as those, those players are playing above, yo, we out. We out. We need Danny to hold on we to the it. coach's money. We out of here. Word. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can win this game. This, this is the one of the Yo, game. Black, you know I, mean? subscri- I subscribe I to that, too, bullet. really. At the end of the day, play is play. I definitely believe in that notion. So, you know what I mean? I'm, you know, I'm it not can't be a feeble coordinator. It can't be a feeble attempt at coordination, but players got to execute. You there, but, I agree. But, they, he, you know, and hopefully Daniel has enough and he's astute enough to put and keep us in the right place. Right? Um, real quick, so I don't know if y'all saw this, but Chris Carter had a top five list of the rookies. Um, and the list goes as such: Jamar Chase, number one; Devonta Smith or Devonte Smith, number two; Jalen Waddle, number three; Rondell Moore, number four; Rashad Bateman, number five. My question is: With Kadarius Tony being a hundred and nine point eight passer rating every time he's targeted, does he deserve to be anywhere near that top five? I'm gonna start with no, Shakes. Not enough. Not enough. Not hold enough. On a, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna start with Shakes and then work our way down, sir. One second. One second. Shakes Montana, give it to me, sir. Oh, yo. See, um, I'm glad he kind of um, butted in a little bit, <laughs> but like for him to butt in like that, he says something that was prevalent, right? He says, no, um, not enough, right? Not enough uh, experience yeah. on the field or whatever know, like that. No, see, hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish, right? But, yeah, I mean, I thought about the same thing until I thought Rashad Bateman is in that list mm-hmm. and not Tony? Mm-hmm. No, nah, that don't make sense. Yeah, I mean, argument. to say that, point. you know what I mean? 
Like, nah, bro, you can't do that. You can't say, oh, it's not enough experience on the field or not enough time. When Bateman probably got a game or two on his belt. Nah, man, fuck all that, bro. Yeah. Tony was robbed, bro. He should be in that list. Let me, yeah, let me, let me tell you something about my son. I'm very hard and critical on my kids. I don't even mm-hmm. care that he said Rashard Bateman's name. I just understood the premise of a sucker like Chris Carter. So once he even said Chris Carter's name, sucker came to my mind. And then let me just answer the question actually for real. But if we was doing it like that, of course I would take that route, Shake. But it's Chris Carter. I don't like the dude. I don't like the dude at all. No, I'm so saying what I do you think? I'm asking you what do you think? Forget what Chris should Carter's he, doing. What do should you he think? be there? No, I'm going to be honest with you. That's Chris Carter's thought. My top five rookies, I, I still wouldn't put them there. It's not enough snaps yet. That's unfair. There is a guy who is who has been taking the snaps. You feel me? There's guys that have yeah. been taking snaps that got more production. We're not going to just take that away for favoritism. I love my kids, but I'm not going to favor them over with honest. All right. OGC from D.C.? You well, doing? you already know, man. I've been loving them straight out of the swamp, and I'm I'm a ride with E on that though, man. It is it's not enough there yet. I mean, I mean, I'm home good doing all that stuff, man. You know, I love my son, but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go there yet, man. You know, and the thing is this, I don't even need to because if this kid stays on the field, he's gonna shut up all the doubters anyway. I'm confident in that, but it's not enough there yet, though. So that's where I'm at. All right, all right. LRP, what says you, brother? I agree. Um, Tony shouldn't be there. But I would take it a step further and replace Bateman with the other more, Elijah. Elijah and Rondell. One is in Arizona. The other one is at the Jets. Yeah, Rondell already in there. I know, yeah, I know they put Rondell in there, but he didn't put Elijah. And, uh, and he didn't yeah. put uh, De'Ami Brown. Or did he? No. I didn't hear the Yami Brown's name either. Not. I think no, I think not. they belong on that list. Okay, I got you. All right, well, I'm with Shakes, man, and uh, I, I feel you on the more thing, but he just came back too. He was kind of banged up too. I'm with the games played versus, um, you know, the targets and what you're doing with them. And, you know, Rashad Bateman is my son, and I'm liking what he's doing currently. They're looking for him too. They're really trying to target that kid. But, um, Tony, Tony was just too terrific with the ball in his hand. He just was, man. I'm sorry, man. Just, I just, I think he should have at least took the fifth selection, in my opinion. My humble opinion. Um, but I digress. All right. Quick question, and we're going to start at the top of the board for this one. We're going to start with OG Steve from D.C. Which player thus far at the break is the biggest dis- disappointment that you thought was you know, about to break out to have a prime season? Well, I had a couple, man. Uh, you know, one of them is no longer on the field in Peppers. I just thought he was going to have a big season, you know, with the contract coming up and everything. And then, obviously, there's Saquon. And, I mean, I, I'm going to just go ahead and say it's not over, you know, Time was not in, but I mean, he obviously, is playing for a lot of reasons. Not only his health, but as well. So, and you know, and to get, you know, to get this team where it needs to be, back in the winning column. So, I, uh, man, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. There's a lot of disappointments, I man. I'm, you know, 
Ingram as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I, so yeah, I thought, you know, Thomas was going to start a little, you know, a little faster. I mean, he's having a good year too, but I need to see him stay healthy. So, I mean, that's part of it for me too. I don't, I mean, that's all that is good when you flash and all that. But when you talk, especially when you talk about Tony, nobody's even really seen him, you know. So that's the thing. When no team has really been game planning him, he only really played and stayed healthy for like one full game. The other game, he was like basically out. So much as excited as he was, man, you know, when teams start game planning and all that stuff, and he's still dynamic and the health is halfway decent, then, you know, hey, throw him up there, man. But, yeah, so there's a lot of disappointment. It's all, you can go all the way around. But I, I think I named a few, man. So, you know, I'm still true blue, but let's be real. <laughs> a lot of it spread around. And I mean, they can show Daniel in there too, but I won't do that for argument's sake. Because I already see y'all, and I'm going to say peace to all y'all brothers too, because I feel the energy too, man. I know it's Wednesday too, man. But y'all, you know, if we're going to go in and go all in, but let's not, you know what I'm saying? Let's wait till a real shot has been fired before we start getting defensive around here. That's all I'm going to You're going to get it. You already know. I know. Get the, saying, you know, know formalities out the way. You see how the brothers feel, man. I just, as long as we're talking to each other, not over <laughs> each other, it's all good. Um, but uh, Shakes Montana, talk to me, bro. Um, who's been the biggest disappointment, man? What you thought was, you know, supposed to have a little season. Shakes, you with us, bro? All right, yeah, come all back right. to me though, bro. Gotcha, gotcha. LRP, talk to me, talk to me, LRP. Yeah, yes, sir, I'm here. So you said who was the biggest disappointment this year? Yeah, that you thought we were going to have a prime season. For me. Carter, man. Mm. Renzo Carter. I was expecting him to be a lot further along. A lot more uh, of a nuisance, you know what I mean? Even if, you know, I didn't expect, I don't know what I expected, but I expected more his name to ring out than what it has been. Um, it's very inconsistent. And, you know, you got Quincy coming in here and just, you know, which mm-hmm. I ain't mad at because, I, you know, Quincy, my son. But, uh, yeah, man, Lorenzo Carter, you know, biggest disappointment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You the one from the Bronx, go to me, buddy. Yo, O'Shane Eximinus, man. Yep, yep. Yeah, we got to get him out of here, bro. Like, I'm I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny, but it, he got to go, B. He ain't got it. I think, I he ain't think got it, man. Them little flashes, man. That ain't enough. Yeah, he got he got to go, man. He got to go. We all know. I ain't got to express his disappointment. It's, he, he, that's it. We good. Mm-hmm. All right. Chase Montana, you back with us, man, or you still on the whole pause? Well, he said Dexter Lawrence. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, then. So we get back to shape when we get back with us. Um, so we're gonna flip it around. So which um, which which guy is, is having a great season that you didn't anticipate to have a good season? OG, who on the roster right now is having a pretty decent season that you was like, wow, I didn't anticipate this guy actually play like. This. Uh, 
Wow, you had to go to me first on that one, huh? Oh, Lord, I would say, well, Booker, for, you know, for, mm. you know, not good okay. reasons, but that means because Saquon was hurt, so, I mean, he was kind of a surprise. Uh, I would have to say that, um, that, oh, McKinney, you know, I mean, I really, you know, he's going okay. to be a ball, catching the ball, so I'm going to go McKinney. He's my, you know, he's my VIP right now. So, yeah, I'm going to McKinney. That's what's up. That's a good answer, man. Both of them. All right, Shake Martin, let us know if you're back with us. Okay. All right. LRP, LRP, talk to me, baby. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say a V for the, you know, for the upside. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah, you got that. I'm uh, happy as I was performing well. And pretty, I, do, I like that, I like his Z's, man, uh, you know, I like his motor, so, I would say his Z's. I'm back, bro. It ain't much to pick from. All right, all right, all right, all right, shakes with us, shakes with us, so, all right, let me, you finish LRP or you got some more, buddy? All right, shakes Montana, without any further ado, did you hear the question? Uh, you can need me to go for you, brother. Uh, biggest disappointment, right? And then the, um, the biggest surprise. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, biggest disappointment. You know, and this this is not a knock against them. It really ain't. It really ain't. But it's really the word disappointment, right? The word disappointment. Mm-hmm. And I have to go with Saquon Barkley. And mm-hmm. the reason why it's Saquon Barkley is because I had so much big high expectations for this year. This is supposed to be the year. Mm-hmm. And then boom, again. Mm-hmm. You know? Fucked up, man. And it's not it's not nothing with his talent, man. You know what I mean? That's the fucked up part about it, yo. But um, yeah, that's the biggest disappointment to me. And um as far as surprise, uh, I, I like the answer of Aziz, but it's not mine because I expected it. I told y'all rookie of the year, <laughs> but um, uh, we'll have to say um, Mr. Daniel Jones. I didn't see the the development that he has um. He has gotten this year, like, his development and his play has jumped immensely. And I'm going to say this about him, right? And this is, because I thought about this, and, and it, it's, it's funny that I really did think about this. But, you know, I I was going against this dude last year, and Dan C was going against me defending him. And... What I kept saying was he doesn't have it. And it's certain it's certain things I see he just don't have it. But as I'm looking, I see that he's growing these things. He's he's developing these things. He's learning these things. So to me, the way I'm assuming it <clears throat> is that he's a slow learner. Right? He's just mm-hmm. a slow mm-hmm. learner. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's, that's what I'm taking it. Yeah, yeah. 
So I mean, as far as you sports, know, I, I think season, he's going to get it eventually. But yeah, he's just, it's a slow process, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that huge surprise for me is him. Big right, jump in his right. development. He the chosen one from the Bronx. Is he with us, brother? I'm just so I'm so lethargic right now, bewildered, confused. <laughs> Thank you, Montana. Just, just hearing things I'm like that. Say, don't cry. Celebrate don't my, cry. You know don't what I'm saying? Cry, it just, it, I, I'm with you. A thousand percent, bro. I'm with you. I just feel he's not the franchise processing guy. He's the guy that's eventual. And he showed what you said. But I'm going to tell you my biggest surprise, because Aziz definitely is not it, because I expect that for my son. That total we already spoken about. He gonna have to have a real second half shake, by the way, too, to get into them double digits like you predicted. My biggest surprise, and y'all might not be surprised, is Adoree Jackson. I did not expect that dude to come here after that one catch by that dude from the Redskins, right? The kid with the three names, the big kid. Yo, Adoree Jackson has been playing lights out the last five to six games, bro. Like, I can count on him. Like, I'm not even worried about him. <clears throat> and y'all know how I feel about cornerbacks. Y'all know how critical I am against cornerbacks. Yo, I'm not even worried about the kid. I don't think he's going to get burned. You haven't heard me come on here talking about, yo, Dory Jackson going to have to deal with that this week. You ain't hear me say that one time in over a month. He has been playing phenomenal. And he's my biggest surprise. All that money we paid him, I he's playing. He just, thank God he's playing at the level that he's supposed to be. That's all I'm saying. I was, just, I didn't know that much about him, but I figured all that money he's playing now, he's playing right about the right level. And I wouldn't, you know, I ain't quite that as enthusiastic because early on it was just such a what I thought was a mistake. So he definitely cleaned it up, thank God. But I, you know, hell, all that money he getting, okay, thank you. Yeah. So I, you know, my biggest disappointment, man, is, is the coupling between Saquon and the seventy-two million dollar man. That's it. Because he just paid you seventy-two million, bro. That's a good one, Black. That's a good one. You know what I'm saying? It's just because he paid you seventy-two, though. So uh, the Saquon thing is disappointing because y'all know that's my thing. I hate to see him go out like this because he ain't had none of this in college. And still talk the shit between the tackles, and I ain't gonna front at this point. I'm kind of starting to believe him. Um, I feel he proves, you know, he could do that again. Um, uh, my biggest surprise is my son Austin Johnson, man. I think he, I think he's outplaying Danny Shelton. Although we're not stout against the run because he's not that stout, he's having a pretty decent season, man. Austin Johnson, man. Shocked to see him every every you know see him around the quarterback too. Um, I think he's sneakily having a pretty good season. I think that was a pretty good uh, pickup for him, but we still need a hog in the middle. All right, let's get to it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead the NFL with 2.9 completions of 25 plus yards per game. This is the chosen shit right here. Bro. The Giants are allowing. 
1.4 completions of 25-plus yards per game, tied for the ninth fewest in the league. Do you guys think that the boom but don't break is working, and will it work in Tampa Bay? I'm going to start with you, OG Steve from D.C. Ding, ding, let's get it started. Do I think it's, yeah, at this point it seems to be working, man, because we're tackling. So that's really what it comes down to. And, yeah, so it's working out safeties with Manel. We know what Pepper's out there. Yeah, McKinney's obviously doing a much better job. We know we got the linebackers playing better. So it's working, you know, it's working. You know, and I think that, you know, the numbers prove that. In the last four games, I mean, the last three games, nobody even scored a touchdown in the second half of the game. Ain't no other team can say that but us. Ain't nobody scored in the second half of the game in the last three games. So, we control the first half of the game. You know, the defense has been pretty much shutting it down in the second half. So, I'm showing up, baby. I'm with it. Okay. All right. Let's be speaking. Chase Montana. Talk to me, baby. That's the question. Oh, Lord. Let's <laughs> go do that. I was like, as soon as I clicked off the screen, I was like, you know, ask me about the question. All right. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead the NFL with 2.9 completion rate of 25-plus yards per game. Our New York Football Giants are only allowing 1.4 completion rate of um, 25 yards per game. That's tied for the ninth fewest in the league. Do you believe that the bend but don't break is working, and is it going to work in Tampa Bay? I think it was that at first. The um, bend but don't break, I spoke on that plenty of times. I don't feel like that's what it is now. I, I think that this defense has some confidence right now, and they playing like, best ball right now. So I think the momentum with the defense, how they got it and how they clicking. Yeah, I don't I don't even see it being a bend on break. I think they gonna um be shutting shit down. I don't really think it's gonna be a shootout. It's one of those defensive fucking games, man. Right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. LRP LRP talk to me, baby. Now I, that last part I, I didn't even catch on the, on even on the second try. You said, "Do I feel that it's what? Do we feel that it's working? Their bend or don't break defense is it working because of those stats that I presented? And gotcha. Okay. Will it work in Tampa Bay? Okay. Yeah. All right. Just want to make sure. So. <laughs> No, I don't. No, I, I don't. I don't think that it's it's working. And and even I want to take it a step further and say I don't think it's uh, sustainable. So you know what I mean. And I don't think I think it's ill-advised. Uh, however, I'm gonna preface what I'm about to say by saying that I do like what Logan said about the reasoning behind what they've been doing because he did allow putting better perspective on that. However, I still don't think it's sustainable. I think you do need to uh, do a better job 
in which I think those turnovers about Dory Jackson actually completing some of these because he's in he's in a good spot. But if they can start making those plays to completely you know force turnovers, then I think they're on to something. Um, and it hasn't worked because they you know we three and six, right? <laughs> so you know. To this point, until they get above 500 with this method, then I'll be like, okay, it's working. But they're still losing, so. Okay, all right. You chose the one from the Bronx. So from the baby. I can't believe you don't like the way we play Kansas City, man. I really, I can't. You, you, know, you know, I just, you know, that's crazy to me, but okay. Yeah, I just, I'm that's just waiting on my time. Uh, I'm, my bad, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Sorry. Y'all know how I felt about this defense. Y'all know how I felt about Patrick Graham cutting his head off all year, pointing out his mistakes, mm-hmm. getting on y'all nerves, talking about what he's doing the worst in the world because of how we were losing, losing games at the end, not holding people. But that is all turned around due to him making adjustments. But I do not think a bend but don't break against this team right here, against the GOAT, against those weapons that he does still give the ball to. At any given time, any one of those guys can become a killer if he targets the weakest man on the field or he finds the mismatch. And we all know he's the greatest at finding the mismatch. I don't want Graham to have to adjust to the mismatch, and I don't want the bend but don't break. I just want us to pr- apply pressure, do the best we can, because this type of offense is that dink and dunk. They'll kill us if we do that. They'll kill us. With the guy win, with the, with the Mike Evans, with the break, with the Howard, with the he, – he got, he got running backs that could catch out of the backfield and make it happen. We can't play like that with this. We got to punch him in the mouth. We got to send that pressure. We got to get home. So, no. Ben, but don't break against this team. No. Just simply break people in half, Graham. Not break us. Break them. So, no, it will not work with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with Shakes, man. Um, I don't think it's Ben, but don't break on this particular question. I think this is better safety play. I think we're just getting better safety play. Um, yeah. For the for the 25 plus, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I think what's happening with that better safety play is, is, is giving us a chance. It's giving us an opportunity to compete on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Because now if you know you got a, you got a guy like Xavier back there, or now that you know that you got a guy like, like Logan back there that's not going to allow the short and intermediate, they've been doing a pretty decent job, right? I'm pretty sure we're going to run into some nightmares, but, you know, such as the NFL, you know what I mean? We're gonna, those guys get paid too. So I kind of agree with Shakes and know if we apply any kind of bimba don't break to Tampa Bay, I, I don't think it actually works, you know what I'm saying, not unless you can really keep the big play off you. If you can keep the big play off you and really lock them down in the red zone, I'm with you because I think that was the formula before when we, you know, uh, almost beat them in that crazy game where I think it was like a two-point conversion or something crazy at the end. But, um, yeah, yeah, that ain't going to work versus Tampa Bay. But all right. So what we're going to do right now, man, is break it down. You know how I do it, man. Self-proclaimed 
King of the Presser. Got a couple questions, y'all. And no, at the request of my brother LLT, they're not the ordinary. We got a couple different ones. We got some DBs in the building. All right, first one up. We got this is Billy Jackson. And um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Shakes Montana. This is his son. And you know, I was hard on the door. I was, man, and he is playing better. And I gotta, you know, give him some shout outs and some kudos and some love. Everybody do the responsible thing, mute yourself and let's listen to the pressure and you have a spawn of react, even with the want want. Dory, <laughs> how unique is uh, Tom Brady as an opposing quarterback to face? Um just the accolades itself. Um played against him three times before, so um to you know, witness him growing up and then be able to play against him in the league and see the things that he's done, um, is for sure. You know, great to watch and great to witness, and I think you know that's what stands apart from him. What, what makes him great? Do you think? Um, I mean, from outside looking in, don't know him personally. I guess his work ethic, and the way he leads, just hearing different stories from different guys who probably play in New England or play with him, and just hearing different stories. So I just think that that nature, the atmosphere, what makes him him, just being a unique competitor and going out there and putting it all on the line. Does he see things that most quarterbacks don't see? I mean, I'm going to say, yeah, <laughs> just by speaking off of the things that he's accomplished, you know, the numbers that he put up and different things that he's able to do. So I feel like he sees the game at a different level. I mean, that's why he's considered an elite and, and one of the great, greatest quarterbacks to play the game. Did this break come at a good time for this team? You know, if you, you take it whenever you get it. Um, you're coming off a win. Sometimes teams want to play again after they come off a win, but it's also week 10. You know, where, where does it set this break to me? Uh, I think the break is good just mentally. Um, you know, aside from physically, uh, obviously you want to get your, your body together. But I think mentally having um, a time to reset and digest what you want to do, what you want to become, and, and things in that nature. So I think mentally a bye week is always great. No matter if you win or lose, um, it's always good to have to reset yourself and, and, and find new goals and keep pushing yourself. How do you think this team will change now, or will it? I think just by keep coming in and competing. You know, every day fighting and working and understanding that we, even though we got eight weeks left, we really have one week. You know, we got to take it one week at a time, one day at a time, and just focus on the now. Um, that's what we preach about. So I think the changes will come through practice and how we approach each day. Uh, you can't look at the bigger picture. You just got to put the little pieces together to get the ultimate picture that you want. Three weeks, three weeks ago, you guys obviously had this Rams game where you struggled. And then three weeks, in the last three games since then, you've played real good defense. I'm curious. Some people have said Coach Graham simplified things. Some people have said Coach Graham took some things out of the playbook, like pared it down a little. What do you point to as the biggest change coaching-wise that's helped the players? Uh, I think us clicking um, together and being cohesive. And I think us understanding the situation that we weren't excelling or, or doing well at, which was you know third down, two minute, and then the red zone, uh, and trying to correct those things. And I think um, by that aspect and us coming together and understanding what we wanted to do and what we needed to do um, to get the job done and it started working for us. Did you actually go home or did you hang around here because it really wasn't a full week to get away? Chilling. I was here. <laughs> getting my body right, getting my mind right, like I was saying. And, um, yeah, just be to myself. You know, not trying to be worried about the outside, just staying in my house, watch a couple TV shows, eating good and uh, playing some video games, which is, you know, much needed. What did, the, uh, what did the coaches challenge you to do personally, and what have you improved on maybe the last month or so? Uh, I think the biggest thing that we harp on about is just having that, um, that edge 
um, being more aggressive. Um, but I like attacking the ball um, in different natures, you know, just going out there and playing fast. And other than that, you work on that throughout the week in practice. Um, just being comfortable being who I am, um, playing fast and playing free. So, um, you know, you take everything in, you hear everything uh, from what they, they coach you and tell you to do and just try to implement it in practice and keep getting better and constantly improving. You like being coached hard? I love it. I mean, that's the only way that you should want to be coached. I understand that no coach want to put you in a situation to fail. They just want to see you succeed and, and play well. And I, that's how I always look at a coach trying to coach me. That they wouldn't put me out there because it's not just their name on the line, the team name on the line, and ultimately it's me out there. So I, I, at the end of the day, you just got to go out there and prepare yourself and compete. Yeah, you look at this team, and obviously the quarterback is what stands out. Who, who's, who's the biggest threat of receiver in your mind? Who's, who's the guy you got to take? Man, they all lethal. I'm not even going to lie to you. Just watching them play, you know, Tom, we're going to spread the ball out, spread the ball around. So I feel like each receiver has a different asset and a different, different uniqueness to them um, that makes them all, you know, go together and makes them a, a lethal repertoire. And then they have great running backs, too, and tight end as well. So I feel like they just, you know, like I spoke about Kansas City, they have a lot of weapons around them. Um, to make them go and make them fire at a high rate. Speaking of Kansas City, how much did you give O'Shane for the uh, for the uh, offside? No, man. Because I, I feel like as a player, if you've been there and you understand certain things, I don't know, I, I take it back to Dick LeBeau. Like, we used to play. Uh, he used to be like, if somebody did something, gave him a pass or gave up uh, something, he always had a story that was worse than what we were going through and was able to explain to us, like, I've been in your shoes before, I understand, so you never want to harp or beat down a dead horse or something that's already going bad. He just try to uplift them. At the end of the day, like Coach always says, everybody in that room is going to help us win games at some part uh, through the season. So you just want to lift them up as much as possible because you don't know what you're going through and you don't want to say the wrong thing. You just want to bring them all together because at the end of the day, we're a team. The other day we saw you back out here, like, catching balls, almost working as a receiver with one of the quarterbacks. Is that something you, that you that they specifically want you to work on and that you've been – kind of working on to, you know, sort of... Yeah, I didn't know y'all was out here. Nah, that was just me just working on just trying to catch the ball and, you know, using my hands, really, and attacking the ball. So it's cool to have the quarterbacks. I had Buzz throw me a couple of passes, you know, um, deep balls, and then just was pretty much just get some extra work in, you know, where I can before I went to the crib. Dory Jackson. All right, OGC from DC Talk to you, man. How you feel about that presser? I thought it was a good presser, man. You know, I uh you know, Dory's you know, he's a mature player, so he you know, he's always pretty articulate and he keeps everything close to great, but at the same time he really won't let you take him a place that he don't wanna go. So uh, you know, I just like his own, you know, attitude, his approach, man. You know, he's humble dude. You know, just what you want to hear is out staying, you know, staying here, man, staying and keeping his head in football, man. So, you, you know, all you can do is respect that man and, uh, you know, watch the man go handle his business. So, you know, I'm, I, I thought it was good. All right. All right. Shake some Montana if you wouldn't. Talk to me, man, about your son. All right, all right. Shakes you with us. All right. LRP, LRP, talk to me, baby. 
Who the chosen one from the Bronx? What up, what up? I know what time it is. <clears throat> talk to me, talk to um, me, baby. How you feel about that pressure? I just, you know, sometimes, bro, and I gotta, and I gotta say, sometimes I really don't like the questions that they ask, and it's not because they ask a question that I'm like, dang, yo, they really. But some of some of the things that they ask a DB is so non-relevant in my mind. Now I may be wrong, but I doubt it. I mean, asking the man, you know, what'd you say? What do you think about him? Like, that man is not going to give that man all of them props and all that. He like, yo, I'm not personally, you know, I don't personally know him, but I guess it's worth ethic. I guess that's what makes him one of the greats of all time. You know what I mean? And, and that's cool. But then they're asking him questions like Tom Brady is in his life everything. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it's just a little, it's just a little different. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I love what Adoree is saying. You know, he answered the question, professionally mm-hmm. answered the question, you know, the, the best that he could, but I, I don't know. I just, it's just something about the question of my brother, you know, that just wasn't fitting for me. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Right. All right. Chase Montana, talk to me about your son. Have you heard that? You probably heard it before, though. All right, all right. LRP, you're back with me. You're back with me. Talk to me about a daughter. I thought it was a cool presser um, to add to the conversation about what we were talking about before we leading into the presser. When Logan Ryan said that Patrick he had more respect for the growth and also where Adoree Jackson alluded to in this presser about guys coming together, guys communicating, you know, uh, being uh, allowed to be more aggressive. That just happened. You know what I mean? That, like, that hasn't been all season. And Logan Ryan alluded to it in his presser last week. That was dope as hell. And they had a call to the Jesus moment to allow these things to happen because before... It wasn't. So, you know, the bend, you know, the question of the bend don't break and now the pressure here, these things are starting to, to happen. So, you know, to, just to put things in perspective, you know, as far as it, is it working, it hasn't worked up until when they changed, decided to change it. And now you see the, the fruits of, of that. You know what I mean? So... I'm glad that all of them are now allowed to be themselves in their individual spaces to look coll- good collectively. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, because either chose one to touch on the earlier pause, um, and you just brought it all the way home. You know, um, the, the changes that, that um, Graham made, you know what I'm saying, the adjustments that he made. So um, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, so you back with us? All right. So what I'm going to do now, man, I'm going to the next person, man. We're going to, you know, this is the slow part of the show. We're going to play the presses. Then we're going to get into some, some verbal violence. All right? <laughs> Everybody get a responsible thing and meet yourself. We're going to get into some blueberries, James Bradbury. Can you talk about the challenge of Brady and just what makes him so good at what he does? I think he's um, 
very, very smart quarterback. You know, he has an elite brain and uh, obviously used it, used it well, you know, playing against defenses. That's why he's been able to play so long. Uh, so I think that's the main thing. So what do you guys need to do this week to be competitive, to make this a game, to win this game? Um, I think for defense-wise, you got to kind of disguise certain things so that he doesn't pick out what you're actually in. Um, and also you got to do your job. You know, you got to execute um, and make sure you take away their explosive plays. Is that more of a safety thing? or? I, mean, I think against Tom Brady, it's uh, all of us, like, back seven thing. Uh, but typically, it's mainly the safety zone. But, but you try to play games with quarterbacks? And this week, I'm going to try. <laughs> where is this team right now, coming off a win but also having a bye week? Where, where do you think the club is heading into this stretch, morale-wise, focus-wise, confidence-wise? I think it's strong. You know, us as players, we take take it week by week. Uh, we don't really focus over, like, the long haul of the season, you know, because you never know week by week um, what's going to happen. Uh, so it's strong week in and week out, and uh, we're looking forward to playing uh, against one of the best. It seems like a simple question, but obviously when the defense goes on the field, the goal is to give them no points in the series. But sometimes you give them field goals. Is the difference between giving up a field goal and a touchdown for a defense mentally? Is it more than even – four points, you know, to, you know, all right, at least we held them to a field goal and not letting them get in the end zone? I think the four points is the biggest thing. Because, um, of course, you add seven up over time, it's, you're going to score more points. So when our when offense drives down the field and they're only able to get a field goal out of it, that's kind of taking their momentum away. Uh, but also, they can't win the game off of just straight field goals. At least I don't think so in today's NFL. I mean, it, it, uh, you know, it's easy to say, but, you know, lack of touchdowns or scoring touchdowns, and the Bucks have a lot of touchdowns, you know, and, you know, most in the league. I mean, is that – it can be demoralizing for a defense when you see them get in the end zone so often? Uh, you, it's not really demoralizing. You just got to have that reset mentality as a defensive player. Um, you know, they're going to score. They got elite players on their team. You know, they get paid a lot of money. They're going to score. Uh, you just got to be able to weather the storm uh, and be able to fight back and make plays on your side of the ball as well. What made Mike Evans such a tough matchup for you last year? Uh, last year, hmm, I think he's just who he is. You know, he's a physical, uh, big receiver, uh, able to use his body well, um, and he attacks the ball. Uh, he has a, a huge catch radius, um, so I think that's what made it so hard to play against him last year. Is he probably the receiver you're most familiar with in the league from from your background? Man, you know, I played him quite a bit. I probably say yeah, I'm probably most familiar with him. So how does that work? I mean, do you guys both probably try to do things differently? You just kind of do what you do? You just got to go out there and play. You know, that was my mindset uh, when I played against them uh, consistently. Just go out there and uh, just play. Does it make it different that he has Brady to work with? Did that, how much did that change the equation for you? Hmm. I mean, he was still tough to guard. Um, but Jameis, I feel like Jameis threw more deep balls than Tom, than Tom Brady does. Uh, just because I feel like James Winston has a really, really strong arm. Um, Tom Brady, he's also he's I an mean, elite quarterback, so he makes smart decisions back there quite a bit, and he's very accurate as well. So uh, just two different quarterbacks, but both of them hard to play against, really. As a player, do you ever look at, you know, Tampa's lost two in a row, Brady's lost two in a row, we really, really have to be on our game, you know, because he never loses three in a row, it seems. Um, I just look at it as me facing Tom Brady, you know, one of the greatest. So just with that, you know, I got to be on my, my A game. Um, so I don't really look at how many losses he's had or how many losses or wins that we've had. You know, it's, it's a new week, and he's a great competitor.
James, how's Tay been doing in the in the run of the huddles and stuff like that? He's been uh, that's kind of new to him. You know, Blake was doing that for most of last year. Yeah, I think he's been doing well. Um, you know, it's it's tough uh, being on a being kind of new in the league. You know, young player in the league, and also having a lot thrown on your plate. Uh, so I think he's handled it well. I think the biggest thing for us is just being able to communicate, and uh, that's what we always talk on every time we're out there on the field, just communicate, and after that, we just execute. Do you like primetime games? I mean, this team has not done well in primetime games. Um, is there something different about them that maybe some guys don't handle as well? Uh, I just enjoy playing football in general, uh, whether it's playing at night, during the day, primetime or not. Um, and I don't think it's, you know, I don't think primetime is actually getting to us, you know. Uh, I can't really point out what it is, um, but um, yeah, I just like to play football, honestly. A lot of times in primetime games, you're playing against a good team. For sure. You know, I mean, yeah. so is, that, is that part of it, do you think, also? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I think uh, we, play, we play good teams week in and week out, you know. Uh, teams play bad on Sunday during the day, teams play bad at night sometimes. So, just on that day, you know, any given Sunday or Monday, you know, it could be your day. Oh, Thursday. Is that true. a big difference? What's your, what's your routine like? Uh, when I have more time on my hand, usually I try to fit a nap in there, you know, try to take some of that time up. But I like white waking up and just playing, honestly, on Sunday uh, around 1. Uh, but doing primetime games, you get more sleep, so that's a positive. James Blueberry. What's your think about the presser, man? Talk to me, OG. OG, Steve, and DC. You know. I'm going to be brief, fellas. Excuse me, because I'm, I'm eating, but I wanted to chime in on this real quick. I think James Blueberry be joking with me. I think he'd be clowning the reporters for real. Mm-hmm. Because I think he's, a lot of stuff he'd be saying is just sarcastic, especially when he just started, you know, giving them what they want. He want to compliment them, we just get to, you know, go overboard with the compliments. But, and, you know, and just giving them all kinds of information that he knows is just, like, ridiculous, you know. Basically, about the man about to tell him what time he brushed his teeth that morning. So, I think, I think he'd just be clowning him, you know. I think he'd just be looking at the question like, it's ridiculous, so let me just give you a ridiculous answer and move on my day. Mm-hmm. All right, shake, shake. Shake, she back with us, brother? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same mission, eating. Yeah, I but, um, <laughs> but I like it. Like OG said, like, he, he, he it just seemed like he has a gift for gab with the motherfucker. He knows how to deal mm-hmm. with the motherfucker. He knows what they want to mm-hmm. hear. You know what I mean? And he he tells them and he makes a joke out of it where they can laugh and ha, 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 he, 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 he. You know what I mean? He has it. He got it right down point. He got them like, the like a puppet. Like a puppet master, yeah. You know I mean, so yeah. Shout out to Brad. Brad it was definitely an interesting um interview. Um, like what he had to say about my son Evans being a tough matchup, but um, mm-hmm. he always did have some success against him as well. So, um, that's how you got the money. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Did you hear yeah, I, I like his interview. That was good. Pretty interesting. Did you hear a Dory? No, I didn't hear the door. Okay, okay, it's good. You know, I'm moving around. Uh, it's all good, bro. Um, you the chosen one from the Bronx. You heard you in the background say it's comedy. 
Talk to us, brother. How you feel about your present? Now, that was a good conversation. You see what's the, difference, the disparity between the two? The, the first one with Adori seems the questions is just whatever reporters they were, because it wasn't the same, they were trying to fetch, you know, trying to get that conversation out that the more experienced reporters was able to ask James Bradbury. Cleaner, crisper question. And like my brothers both alluded to, and Shake and Stephen, of course, we call him the OG, you know. It's exactly Antro Rowe. When I hear James Bradbury talk, I think of Antro Rowe. He knew exactly say, how to play the media, how to make them start downplaying their questions, where he could just control the room. Smart, savvy, and knowing what to do. Sophisticated, but I need that play to be on the field. Smooth, crisp, mirror, and get that play up. Sounds good in the media, but get that play up, boy. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. LRP, talk to me, baby. Is it on me? <laughs> you smacking the lips too, Paul? They call me. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> they called me. <laughs> I actually said that this. I actually said that this week it was, and I had to mute myself from the recorded line because I started snickering afterwards because it was an inside joke. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't mean it for it to come out. I was like, "You called me, so what's going on? What you want to talk about?" But um, <laughs> but uh, look, man, I. I like the fact, you know, just a little tongue-in-cheek to it, you know what I mean? And I agree with you fellas, you know, it's just the the -the run-of-the-mill veteran, savvy dude being able to navigate through the minutia of what the fuck they asking, you know, what's your routine and this, that, and the third, you know. Man said, I'm going to sleep, you know, get in the nap, you know. And the dude before him said, man, I just played some video games. Sound like a lazy ass off week. Um, by week for the <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but uh, I especially enjoyed the fact he was like before he answered he was like hmm, you know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. he, he didn't say uh that yeah you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was like hmm you know mm-hmm. wasn't uh, uh yeah so I, I like that I like when people was like hmm okay and then respond so. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very much comedy. Uh, this brother right there with him. Hmm. And you think so? You think, you think so? <laughs> nah, man. We play, we play, we play good teams. We can We can out. You know what I'm saying? Even caught him with the joke on, you know. Is everybody got that? Hmm. Shout out to James Blueberry. But um, we got uh, another press. I'm going to take man. that off my son before the team is over. Yeah, yeah, we got to figure it out. Yeah, we're taking it off. Blueberry. Um, we got your other son, man. Evan Ingram, man. He's uh, supposed to be important on this bye week, I guess. He got the, he got he got the, the right to speak. He, he earned the right he to speak. He, so he, right, he got the right to speak. He got the right to speak. He got he got the right to speak. He got the right to speak. He got the responsible things. And let's listen to Evan Ingram talk to us about his bye week. Remember two years. What do you remember two years ago about Daniel's first start against the Bucks? 
you had a touchdown in that game. The feeling of like newness and like excitement that about that game. Yeah, that was a fun game. Uh, real fun game. I mean, went down, I remember just going into halftime down. I think it was like 17 to three, or 21 to three, something like that. Uh, and I just remember just the energy in our offensive side of the locker room was just was still up. Um, and then had a big play out of the half, and it was just a big rally. I mean, from catching turnovers in the second that second half, like it was just a crazy game. And DJ running in at the end, it was it was an awesome game. And what do you remember about last year? I, yeah, you played every game last year, so you must have played the Fox yeah. game last year. He had the two turnovers in the fourth quarter. You lost by two points to a team that went on to win the Super Bowl. Kind of the total opposite end of the spectrum. What do you remember about that? Yeah, no, it was, it was a, that was a tough loss. It was a real tough loss. It came down to that, that crazy two-point play at the end. And um, a little little controversy there, but, um, you know, it was just a crazy game. Another, I think that was a Monday night or two. So, um, so yeah, it's going to run it back again. It's going to be good. And how, how hungry were you guys? You know, last year, had you made the playoffs on that last day, you would have posted the Bucks, yeah. right? So how, how hungry were you to get another shot at them after after losing that game? That um, yeah, I mean, you're talking about just the possibility of playing them in the wild card? Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that was – everybody was watching the uh, the uh, Eagles game. The Eagles – I think it was Eagles-Washington. So we obviously – everybody was glued to the TV for that one to, to see if we would get a chance. So – um, obviously, it didn't happen, but yeah, we were we were ready for another go. <coughs> how much do you guys, how much do you guys as playmakers uh, talk about actually playing together? Like you know, like kind of like envision, hey, you know, be, it'd be nice to, to actually get everyone on the on the field together and envision like what that might look like. Um, I mean, we don't really, I know we don't really look at it that way. We just we just want the best for each other, and we want everybody to be healthy. And we we know the work we put in and what can we we can be capable of. So there's really not much to say. It's just hoping the guys can stay healthy, get healthy, um, and just get them back on the field and get back out there together. With that being said, what was it like seeing Saquon back out there? That was the first time he yeah. had practice since he got injured. Yeah, it was, it was, it's awesome. I mean, just have his presence, and, and even in the huddle, it's just it's awesome. He's our, our biggest leader, our biggest captain. So um, it's just good to have him back. I know he's been itching to get back. So um, he's going to stay the course um, and keep working and, 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 and keep doing what he can to be ready. How important was the bye week? Time to just relax, and did you uh, relax? Um, yeah, it, it was nice. Uh, it was nice to get away. Definitely, my favorite part about it was going into it with a W, um, and that 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 was big for just our morale and, and and our mindset as a team. So it was definitely good to get away um, and and take some time off. Um, but uh, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody here still had a little bit of their mind and thoughts on on the rest of the season. So it's good to be back today. You still get that old Miss win now, huh? Oh yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, I I, I got down. You talking about this past weekend? Weren't you there? Yeah, yeah, I was down there. It was awesome. Um, got to the Grove. Was on the square. Was on the field. Um, and we had a big win too. It was a big game. Uh, game day was there. It was awesome to get back. I, I ain't been back in a couple of years, so they were showing me some love down there. Uh, so it was a fun weekend. You guys seem pretty loose. You think that's a fair way to describe your team right now? Um, like in a good way. <clears throat> I mean, I I wouldn't put any label on it. I think we're just um, we know what we're capable of, and we know there's things that we can still be better at. And I think we're excited about it, and we're excited about this opportunity we have in, in the second half of the season. You guys, uh, as a player, make anything about it? I mean, this is the, I think, the third year in a row you guys end up playing Tom Brady. Does it mean anything you guys to get a chance to go up against him? I know you're on the other side of the ball. But. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a better question for guys on defense. Um, I, is I mean, obviously he's one of the greatest to ever do it. So um, never wanted to take away from that. But 
Just about the whole damn Evan Ingram shit, right? At the beginning of the season, right? He was being booed and shit, right? And motherfuckers was looking like, damn, like, really? Yeah, I, like, I don't see it being a comeback for this kid. Like, he may have to get traded or, or even cut at some point. And then look how, like, a good three games would do for you. Because now he's being cheered. You know what I'm saying? Now he's being cheered. All you got to do is go out and play like you know how to play. That's all you got to do. That's all we ask of you. Stop dropping these concentration balls. Stop doing stupid, dumbass shit. Just make a catch. And that catch that he made... That was a man's catch. I'm a man. That's what it was. None of that motherfucking belly shirt shit. None of that. That shit was, <laughs> this is my ball, hard, and you can't have it. That's it. Belly shirt shit. Dark skin catches. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Just make dark skin That's catches, that. and we go. Exactly. All right, all right. You're the chosen one. Talk to us about them dark skin catches, man. But he he know what it is. I had to talk with him. They disrespecting you on the show. You promised something to me and my boy when we interviewed you. You playing games out here. I don't know what you thinking. I don't know how you feeling. But your ass is on the line. Don't act like you ain't tradable or can't be up out of here easily. Do you actually want to play for the Giants, or did you like just wearing them shirts we give you for free? What's up? You feel me? Keep making dark skin catches, and that's it. Mm-hmm. See how you was and 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 Jason Garrett. This is a I gotta say it to you too. Put him where he's supposed to be. Put him on the outside. Make him go over the middle in certain situations. Put him against people who cannot stop him and exploit them. Mm-hmm. He, is a, he is a matchup nightmare. Yeah. That's it. Hey, That's what you got to do. Hey, Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I jump in there real quick? Yeah, that yeah, uh, it was a good interview. You know, I, I'll just say this. You know, I mean, I was. it's good to see the kids. It was, it was, you know, he was wondering with his kids on him himself. I mean, you know, the fans, we look, we love our team, but it should be no surprise that people want to challenge him. He's still wearing blue, but I don't think he's done enough to be like, I want him back. You know, I want to get carried away, man. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's good to see him do a little something because he's wearing blue. So, I mean, it's not a surprise to me that people are going to cheer because of the other, but 
I, you know, I don't think he's done enough. One like I, I want, you know, I want to extend him or give him a new contract. You know, I mean, in fact, I when at some point I told myself there was nothing he could do. You know, I mean, I would never say never, but I, I'm far from that. So it was a good interview, and uh, you know. I, I don't care about that. I just care about what you do on the field. But I'm a cheer for him because he's wearing blue. So that's all I got on. All right, all right. LLP? Got anything, LLP? Talk to me? Yeah, um, how's the audio? Good? Yeah, you good, bro. Cool. So, I mean, the pressure was, you know, it was pretty average and you know run of the mill um but just speaking on the topic of evan ingram the player i'm with og i don't think he's done enough to solidify a spot to to be here or be brought back i think he's definitely going to have to find another gear that he's never found and i don't see that happening because you know you need to be on some kelsey and kittle level you went to the camp you know what I mean? And if I can even switch my daggone name from earlier to the biggest disappointment, it would be him for me because I do have so much high expectation. And granted, and OG about to praise to, you know, about to praise to the gods and the earth because I'm going to say Garrett has put him in some bad spots and he's never really used him right. However, he, you know, is. It's more the percentage in this particular case is more him because of the missed opportunities. And whenever Daniel throws you the ball, something bad happens. That still happens. Yeah, he made a man catch, but that still happens, you know, to this day. So I'm going to need him to find that extra gear, man, because if he can't, if he did that, on top of John Ross, the Galladay, the Barkley, the Shep, uh, Tony, I mean, yo, Slayton. You know, so, and he hasn't lived up to it. It's a lot of inconsistency. So, I do love the player, though. And it's such, it's, it's, it's sad. It's just sad, man. I, I'm, I'm disappointed at the whole situation because it's like that child that you know is talented. But just never really applied himself, and you know what I mean. Like Basquiat, before he became Basquiat, what if he never just stayed to the streets or decided to work at Wendy's or something? I feel you, bro. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, I know I was hard on on this man. You know what I'm saying? It's still, um, you know what I mean? That pink, <clears throat> I can't, I can't erase that pink situation that happened. Um, but what I will say is that, yeah, he, he did have some dark skin catches out there, especially that first one, um, for the touchdown. And yes, he's had, he's put together a couple weeks. Um, we need to see some consistency. Uh, we know what he can do. We know exactly what he can do. It's just, man, it's just some of the worst times ever when we needed him. He just wasn't there. Or something happened that was just horrific. So... I don't have the time for it, Evan Ingram. I'm going to need you to come out there and do your marketing thing. Uh, this is your game. This this is your type of game right here. You know what I mean? A- actually, all of them are your types of game. You need to be you need to be one of the top tops. 
I don't know how you went to the Pro Bowl last year, but it happened. Um, we need to see a little bit more of that. All right, all right. Yo, so I got a little. Dude is a down the field demon, man. He's a down the field scene demon, and you never see that with Garrett, man. You never see that play. Not as much as you should with that kind of talent. You taking mm-hmm. the top off the defense, a seam, a sluggo, will tear them apart. You got mm-hmm. them doing drags and crosses and shallows and flats and screens. Run his ass Bubble. down the field, man. Bubble screen. And he's too fast. He's too daggone fast. And that's probably and I'm, I'm, not where the connection comes in because he's too goddamn fast. And he's throwing the ball. I mean, Eli, Daniel Jones is not Eli. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, LRP, to add to that. I don't think Jason Garrett has ever had anything like that. A tight end who is, is fast, speedy, as a wide receiver. He's had good tight ends. Pause. But I don't think he's ever had an Evan Ingram type of wide receiver. That boy was in Washington, it'll be on. It'll be on if he was in Washington. Because they know how to use those type of guys, the Logan Thomas, the Jordan Reed, uh, um, Stag, what was the kid's name? That that he, come on, can't win with him, can't play with him. What is his name? Oh, man, come on, help me, Vernon brother. Davis. Vernon there Davis. you go. Vernon Davis, come on. Like, he, he doesn't know what to do with that. Um, Look, like, man, here's right, the thing. Bro. If he came down to this, this year mm-hmm. or just that, you know, or just his play, maybe, but this dude is not even really able to stay healthy. This is, you know, it's not a Jason Garrett problem. I'm sorry. I ain't, this is not a Jason Garrett problem. This is a fucking Evan Ingram problem. No, well, before yeah. I agree with that, injuries plagued him. Yeah, we agree with the whole situation. But since he's been healthy, he's healthy now. No, that's part, of the, that's part of the package, though, when I look at him. I can't forget about all that, too. And, but just like all the drop balls, trip balls, and all that other stuff. That's part of it to me. But if he's going to be on the field, we got him for the rest of the season. Get something out of it. Yeah. I, I tell you, tell you one thing, though. I tell you I'm one thing, though. I ride with him. But I'm just saying, I ain't even trying to. I ain't even trying to. I ride. But damn, man. Hold on. Hold on. These New York football giants and these coaches, they love this kid. They, I don't know what he be doing in practice, but they love that kid. You know what I mean? What he do after practice. Um, so I don't know where they're going to find the money to pay him, but... They love that kid. Now, there you go, E. I ain't even going there. That kind of man got to go. Nobody <laughs> got the Pro Bowl anyway last year. I don't know. He spent too much damn time in the living room, man. He always going to be in the living room. I don't know what's wrong with that man. Hey, look. Mm-hmm. Look, mm-hmm. look, man. I'm, listen, man. All I'm he saying is this. I'm going to tell you. He's, he's been the Troy best player. Troy Paul, I'm all I'm going to tell you one thing. And then, you know, this is out of, out of the worm. I just like, he got facial hair. You heard? Keep, you know what I mean? The goat tea and everything going, man. Get, get a beard. Hell wrong with you, boy? Um, man, forget about it, yo. We lucky you got a goatee. <laughs> get a beard. <laughs> no, that's right. You know, get a crew cut. Get a damn. Get a beard, man. Or braid it or do something, oh, bro. That shit looking crazy. Oh, man. don't braid it. Please don't braid it. Mm-mm, don't do that. Nah, I don't even need to do is that. I ain't fucking with that. I don't even want to see him address. Nothing. No comment. 
You better get you a yeah, get you a damn uh get you a uh, uh, damn afro, man. Oh, he nah, he got the curls, bro. He got the a natural afro, bro. Get you a Colin Kaepernick. Can't even hit that note. That's what he got. When so yo, Colin Kaepernick's afro is like, yo, who the fuck does that? That shit look like a microphone, bro. Straight up, straight up, straight up. What, what he been doing, huh? I don't know, man. That shit look like a black moon. This shit is crazy how he got this uh-huh. shit so perfect. No doubt. All right, so he, yeah, got, he got a whole yeah, afro style. Real quick, real quick, I get the whole shit. I'm coming in and do that. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I gotta play the wrong one. Black belt. You know what I mean? So. Right. <laughs> I know I'm the best CIA agent the CIA ever had. Hey man. Up hey man. Up in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know I gotta do somebody in the background watching this too. But yo, yeah, I, I gotta do it. I gotta, I gotta play the womp womp. So what I wanna do respectfully, mute yourself so I don't play the womp womp. Here goes some Joe Jensen. Return off the bot. Today's focus will continue to remain on us. It'll be a lighter day in terms of getting out there, getting the guys' bodies moving. A lot of fundamentals. A couple of different things will work as a team in terms of leading in some schematics, going through the back end stretch of the season. We'll kind of introduce today. Other than that, biggest thing right now is get the guys back and moving back out of vacation mode and back into football. So that being said, any questions you guys have? Is everybody back? Is everybody back? Everybody's back in the building, if that's what you're asking. Yes. Would you say the optimism level is on uh, Saquon playing this week? And, 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 you know, he'll be out here with us. And Andrew? So Andrew will move around a little with the trainers today. We'll kind of see him over the next couple of days in terms of progress he's making. Um, you know, it's been moving in the right direction. In terms of Saquon will be out here today doing some stuff with us. And we'll see that kind of builds in throughout the rest of the week. Like I said, he lost a lot last week. You know, not having the availability with the COVID stuff, that kind of set him back a little bit. I wouldn't say set him back physically, but in terms of his timetable, not having him ready for that game. But optimistic, we'll have him out here today, so he moves. Joe, we saw uh, Kevin Abrams at the Pitt-UNC game. I know you guys have faith in Daniel, but is it fair to say you guys are doing due diligence on all the quarterbacks in this coming draft? There's a lot more just quarterbacks that were in that game. So in terms of we look at a lot of players, that was one of the more notable games last week during the bye week for our guys to get out and watch different players. In terms of our responsibility, it's our job to know everyone's available on the street through these transactions and the draft next year through free agency. That's our job to know what's going on out there. But I wouldn't read too much into that. Sure, how much can you change? Like, can you do self-scouting? How much can you change during a bye week and coming out of that? Like, what you guys do? I don't think you try to radically change what you're doing. I think there's some things schematically maybe you've looked to do throughout the course of the year. It gives you a couple extra flex days early, introduce it from a teaching mode, and get it practiced by the right pace leading to a game. A lot of it's just reaffirmation of fundamentals and get back out there and work back on some things you did in training camp. Sometimes it's for a guy who joins your team early in the season, midway through the year, that you got to kind of go ahead and go back to the beginning for that person and kind of bring them up to speed so that everybody's working on the same page. Joe, you mentioned uh, about Saquon several times when he was rehabbing with the knee, you know, what a good leader he was, how, you know, the upbeat attitude. Have you seen anything different? Because, you know, he was coming back and he was back from the knee. He played well in New Orleans. And now this, this next injury, you know, seemed to really hit him pretty hard, hit everybody pretty hard. You know, it was so unexpected. Have you, what have you seen from him with this second injury? First, I'd say the two injuries are completely unrelated and definitely more of a freak accident. This isn't something from a guy who's, you know, injury prone or something of that nature. You know, it's a freak accident. Guy steps on somebody else's foot. It's nothing related to another injury that keeps lingering over. He did a tremendous job rehabbing the knee coming off of last year. That was a big injury. He did a great job. Did a great job off the field for us. He's continued to be a leader for us through this process. Look, I'm not going to speak for any player in terms of 
their mood or whatever. Um, but, you know, for any player who's competitive to get out there, it can be tough, you know, as you make a lot of strides to get back and then feel that you're uninvolved for a little while. For us, it's been keeping them involved mentally, physically trying to get them back out there on the field. We're pleased today we'll have him out there for a little bit with us, get moving around. But the answer is to keep him involved with us as a team because he's an impact player for us on and off the field. He's done a great job as far as leadership, staying active as a captain on the team, active in captain's meetings. Gives a lot of great insight into what's going on in the locker room for me. A lot of you know pertinent feedback that I need. Uh, so he's done a great job as far as that's concerned. Yeah, a lot of people in the NFL tell you that fullback is like a dying position, that there's not really a need for fullbacks anymore. You carried two all year, and last game actually had a play where they were both on the field at the same time. Why is that? Well, I think it's all based on how you use them. You know, I'd say Cullen's primary job for us is special teams. He's an impact player for us in the kicking game. He plays fullback as well, gives us some depth in the backfield for, you know, fullback and running back when you need an emergency situation. You know, Penny's kind of become a little bit hybrid. He can play fullback. He can play the true running back position. He's done both for us this year. He does a good job for us in the kicking game. So in terms of having that player and all the hats that one guy can wear within a game, that's critical. In terms of the fullback being a dying position, you know, I don't know, you look at some of the top running teams in the league, they all have fullbacks. So there's a common theme in a lot of these teams. So you want to go ahead and trace on through. There's different reasons for each one. There's different types of fullbacks in this league. I'd say when you look at the fullbacks, the common theme they all have is, you know, one, there's obviously an element of blocking. Two, they all contribute to the kicking game. Fullbacks don't normally play 65, 70 plays in the game. So what are you doing when you're not involved for those, you know, some teams, Baltimore, play, you know, significant number of snaps. You know, other teams, you know, New England, their fullback may play 15 to 20 snaps a game. What are they doing those other snaps to go ahead and give contributions? If I could ask one totally unrelated question. Um, on Daniel, just because you're playing Tampa Bay this week, Last year when you played Tampa Bay, he had the two, if you remember, he had two really bad turnovers in the second half. And that's kind of, if you look at stats-wise, like a line of demarcation for him. Like, he became much better at taking care of the ball after that game. Is there anything to that, or is that coincidence? Like, was there a breakthrough that next week that he got it all of a sudden on taking care of the ball? I think Daniel's done a good job just progressing in his career throughout the course of time. And obviously you got to learn from mistakes. And as he's made mistakes or had plays he wants to have back, you can't go back in a time machine, so you just got to go ahead and carry it forward make sure that you don't repeat those mistakes. He's done a good job of that for us. I think when you look at last year, that was obviously a line you can say, you know, before this game and after this game, there was, you know, distinctly different results. So whether there was something that happened distinctly in that game, obviously we make the emphasis every week of what we're doing correct, but he's improved as a player every game we've had him. And, you know, that was a significant part last year for him in terms of progressing in his career. Joe, from the, from the outside looking in, it would still seem plausible that you guys could, could make a, a run at a postseason berth. Is that something that you talk to your players about just so they're aware of the possibility still out there this season despite the record? I and mean, when you look at the schedule, it does look plausible, or do you not raise that subject? No, our job right now is prepare for Tampa. You know, all those other games are hypotheticals. To go ahead and start looking beyond things that don't exist, you know, we're going to have our hands full today, you know, getting ready for getting better be as a team and then leading into Tampa. You know, they're one of the best teams in the league for a reason. They had the, probably arguably the greatest player to ever play the game, you know, down there run the huddle. So we got a lot of things to prepare for. Talking about hypotheticals, we got enough real things coming out in a week's time. Joe, any COVID concerns coming off the bye week? No, we're going to ramp Gary back up. He's out here with us today. Part of his ramp will be going through individuals and stuff with us in practice. So he'll be involved. Burton's return. He's back healthy. Um, Everyone's had to test, take multiple tests before getting in the building today. It includes every coach, every player, every staff member. So anyway, was out of the building. So right now, everyone's all clear. Joe, what did you do during the bye week to relax? Did you watch football or? 
for the most part, different age groups, though. I got to watch some of the league games yesterday. Um, yeah, I had two sons that were involved in playoff games of their own, um, one high school, one in Little League. What I'm going to go ahead and do is uh, <clears throat> mute that because we, we're about to uh, end the live portion of the show. I don't want to get all crazy loud. Plus, I don't want, you know, the fans to just hear Joe Judge going out, you know what I'm saying, on the live portion. So what I'm going to do is take some quick closing statements. Let's do some OG real quick. Pause. OG season DC. It was closed up. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I really don't have nothing, man, but I just, you know, appreciate y'all letting me chime in and, you know, great show as usual. Pardon my background. I know it's a little crazy. I'm trying to get this damn sound under control, man. But, uh, yeah, so great show. Um, hey, man, I mean what I said earlier, man. I will, everybody, man, you know, stay peaceful, man, and enjoy your blessings and, you know, and uh, stay true blue. That's all we can do, man. So it's going to be whatever it is, you know, I feel like I'm still think we got you know a lot to play for, and I hope these players show up and do what they need to do. So that's it, man. All right, all right. Shakes Montana, talk to us, baby. My man caught me off guard. Was still on mute, but um, yeah, man, great show, man. Um, good shit. Uh. Got a lot more to talk about coming up in this week. But it's going to be crazy because we got the Monday Nighter. So out there. I would expect to see Monday the best football here this year. I really would. I would expect to see Tom play his best football. I expect them to play their best. My bad, my bad. <laughs> yeah, my bad. They just jumped on his own. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> He just jumped on his own. Yeah, I'm saying myself. It takes start imitating Joe Judge. I will not be silent. Live portion said, "Nope." Came out of nowhere like nothing. I ain't even going out like that. Hack, sit down, Joe. Okay, sit down, Joe. Yeah, that was that was on me. That was on me because all I did was mute him. I should have. I, I mean, all I did was lower the vocals. I should have muted the joint. So the line Damn, Joe. Oh, you. Oh, you was trying to stop that? Oh, no, 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 no. Facts. Well, my bad. Yo, it jumped straight into conversation. I think it was. I think it was to the live portion. I mean, the live portion is over. Oh, you did that. Yeah, that's how Joe does. Mind his business. All I did was turn the volume down. Mind your business, Joe. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were cool. Okay. That usually happens. That was messed up. Yeah, eight o'clock or nine o'clock. So we were in the third hour already. Right. Yeah, that was gangsta. But um, yeah, man, uh, the pregame show is definitely gonna be on Montana Mondays, and we gonna have Montana Monday. So um, y'all definitely join us for that. But that's in the future because we still got Thriving Thursdays coming up and East Side Friday. Uh, can't wait. We're definitely going to talk about this game. And um, even though I didn't talk extensively about this game as of yet, we went in this goddamn game. Hashtag beat Tampa. Let's go. Okay. I'm with you on this one, Shakes. I ain't scared of the bullets. I ain't scared of them. I ain't, man. Fuck the bullets. 
Noah mm-hmm. Freezy, man. I'm really, you know what? I know we always say people loving the crew. But right now, I'm loving my crew, man. You know, it ain't about Kool-Aid or nothing. It's about realistic situations. And having our team healthy, man, has to give you some type of at least confidence to say, you know what? We got a chance. I mean, it's the first time. Welcome back. Shake, this is for you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Andrew Thomas. Welcome back, mm-hmm. man. I ain't never think I was going to say that. 11 sacks, 39 pressures, 18, 15 quarterback hits a day. Welcome back. <laughs> he said a day. A day. He was letting, he was letting it do. I saw him ready. Yo, welcome back, man. Welcome back. Yeah, hold on. Who's over there? The Cunningham kid? Who's over there? We, we was, nah, we um, Pert, they put, no, they put Soda over there to die. And then, then so, Pert was going so through his little spells, but he was, he, was, he was adjusting. He wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Yannick gave him a wake-up and call, and after Pert, that, we started playing 13 to 12 personnel. I was putting, I was putting, um, I was talking to LRP about it, that we was playing 13 and 12 personnel. So we was taking the receiver off the field, but adding bunch formations. That's why Booker was able to, you know what I mean, catch the flow like that. So, you know, we we made them adjustments to help out. You know, Pert didn't get whooped on, you know what I'm saying, like the Arabs, but they put Cunningham over there to help them. Obviously, you saw some of the um the all-22 that I was putting up, Breezy. You know, it was pushing Yannick on round mm-hmm. and throwing him to the ground, opening up holes, so... I'm just mm-hmm. happy he's back. And Daniel Jones is a better quarterback with his left tackle back there in the game, bottom line. More mm-hmm. confident, more comfortable, more time in the pocket. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm he, Yo, needs that boy. Got the rhythm hit him. But yeah, man. Um, so, Purdy. Got his life together, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right tackle. How, how, a little know, bit how, on the how interview. How right now? But hold, on, hold on a second. How y'all feeling right now about the guard play? Oh, you know, are we getting enough consistent guard play? Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. We trying, trying to change our lives, man. We trying to change everybody's lives. Things giving a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby. Take on the world, you ain't. Oh, it's so great. Uh, oh, acting, oh, acting, acting up, bro. He's acting up. He's acting up, man. I got to say, up. He, 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 he gets tired. Yo, listen. Acting up. Babies get tired of being changed, though. Yeah, yeah. Who's the new baby? Who's on the ground the most this this season? Oh, <laughs> who's the new <laughs> baby? <laughs> who's the new? <laughs> who's the new baby? <laughs> oh, Nate, Nate baby. <laughs> Nate baby, Nate, Nate, baby, 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 N
know what he did. He was in the lab. Don't he look like a black uh, RoboCop wearing that fucking thing on his head all the time? I Yo, swear sir, he looked like a unfinished RoboCop. Kid, I don't, I don't like to disrespect nobody. Shakes to do it. I don't like to call <laughs> people ugly. That ain't my thing. But he is a crazy looking kid. Like, he ate a lot of candy. You you just did the Bill Cosby. I just said he looked like the unfinished RoboCop. You the one called the Rocky. You did the Bill Cosby. I ain't call that man nothing. See, there you go. See, Chase ain't got no problem with being disrespectful. I'm just saying, man. You know, people wear a hat. You, you look like Steven. You ain't going to act like oh, Look like you're going skiing and shit. <laughs> Ta-ta. <laughs> Yo, he looked like the one that plotted. When you be like, look, Kadarius, we're going to go in here and we're going to kill Master in that house. And everybody in there. <laughs> he like, yeah. Yeah, nah, bro. bro. Let's go. I'm going to tell you, bro. I'm going to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Because Black Freezy was on point with this one, right? X-Men looked like XXX Dasacion, right? However you pronounce his name. Dasacion. And oh, he's talking about Tuberate. Kadarius Tony, yeah. Cadarius Tony look like Young Thug and shit. What the fuck? He do. He do look like Young Thug. He really do look like Young oh, Thug. Oh, the face plate and everything like that. Yeah. Oh, and the face. And he got the little nose ring thing. Yeah, yeah. He all the way Young Thug. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Damn. Boy. Why does Tyreek Hill look like a muscular beaver? <laughs> What? what? Somebody yeah. say that to me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He looked like a muscular beaver, son. That is a fact. What's wrong? And so do my son, Terry Cohen. He do too. <laughs> yeah. Because is just like he with it. Give me some of that cortisone shit, Doc. He just looked like he with it. Yo, <laughs> yo, Florida I different. We can, all, we can all say here that them kids that come from Florida, they different. Them kids be different. Yeah, Why do you think they even want though? I mean, I know what he said about trying to make the number the number, but it's like, yo, you should just rock the one, bro. Yeah, that's what he should do. He should. He should rock the one. You know? Like, I get it. Rock the one, bro. Facts. Yo, you know who else, man? Did y'all hear how fast Joe Judge came at the reporter? He was like, you was down at the UNC Jets game. And how uh, were you looking at quarterbacks down there? There was a lot of players we was looking at. How dare you? Yeah. This motherfucker said, all lives matter. All lives matter. Yo, you saw thought, quick. Yo, in the, yo. In the beginning, I thought Black was going to remix it because he was stuttering like a motherfucker. And I was like, oh, shit, we ran that back. I yeah, <laughs> I, nah, I can't on here. If I could, I would have. But yeah, he was. Uh, 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 now nah, hold on. Son. He came in stumbling like, oh yeah. Came <laughs> in on the stumble block. You had to, you had to tip the game or whatever. Over the bye weekend, got two picks. 
one in college. Um, he said, I got two kids, one in high school, one in credit. <laughs> you know, yo, Joe. Nah, but, you know, look, that's a good game to look at. You know, that pit, you know, that was a good game to look at. You know, yeah, like but that's that. when we all just start tuning out. Look, here's the thing, man. You better you, you <laughs> let me tell you like this. You better make use of these picks. Stop putting them. Come on now. I don't see no bullshit.com up here. LRP, check this out. I heard you mention a concept earlier. So I wanted to give you a four-man route tree to see how you feel about it. And you can steal this if you're playing against anybody that play cover two. It's called bringing the safety and cornerback under and over, right? Crossing route, you mentioned that earlier. Go route, you mentioned that. Seam route, I don't know if you said that. Dig route. Put one put one wide receiver behind a cornerback in safety in the middle of the field. Take one, 15 yards into the post. Go route for anybody that's the fastest on the field. And I heard you say flat, Barkley in the flat. Put him on the wheel. And I guarantee you, the Tampa Bay Bucks will have the hardest time in the world stopping that right there. And Daniel Jones won't have to worry about the yeah. pressure mm-hmm. because everybody's not developed enough to get the ball out. How many times do you think he's going to run that play again? I swear, Black, if he could do that four times a game, I think y'all would be so impressed with this offense. I swear to you, Black, if he could do that four times a game, Y'all would be more impressed with this offense than anything because y'all would think it's clicking so crazy when all it is is a spy deep bring you out of your uh, zone position and concept for cover two. That's all it is. It's bringing you away and around and making one-on-one matchups. Like you're confusing the D.C. because you're like, if we double in the back end, we're going to have them underneath. If we double underneath, we're going to have somebody loose on the side. So everywhere you go in that route concept is giving one-on-one coverage to everybody, and you fear giving Saquon Barkley that much room to get going after an eight-yard catch on a wheel and going up the seam. Because now everybody's drew back or drew over. So all you need is one or two blocks, good blocks, and we all know we got good blocking receivers. That's one thing I could say. Galladay and Shep, and they block hard. So... Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, sideboard. Um, I just saw Jay Money jump in and out of the live uh, chat. So even after you know we go live, he, he can jump in the chat and we can you know interact. So that's a big thing. We need to start utilizing this tool. Pause. But um, this is my thing. And we can't utilize our tight ends, man. We I don't even know what the fuck we doing in the world today in the NFL. Period. <laughs> Period. Because we got enough blocking ones that can catch. We got a dynamic one that's like a wide receiver. How come we can't use our tight ends, fellas? Somebody talk to me, man. You tell someone, talk, 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 please, man. Let me talk to me, man. I will I will bring, I will I will tell it I will tell it to you straight up like this. Jason Garrett only knows how to use a tight end traditionally. 
you have a blocking pass-catching tight end in Caden Smith, who's perfectly healthy, nothing wrong with him, hasn't had anything wrong, and you haven't used him. You have a blocking, a blocking green zone, red zone tight end in Kyle Rudolph, which you're starting to use him a little bit more because his reputation calls for it and his skill set. And then you have a tight end that you can line up anywhere on the line that you choose to like leave him in the backfield by the line of scrimmage to try to utilize his speed to get him going against a slow developing play instead of having him develop the play down the field and give Daniel Jones another option. So I don't understand either, Black. You got every type of tight end you need, and you use them all in the wrong way. <laughs> every last one of them. Jesus Christ, how can you do that? And he's still calling plays. And he's still in charge of the offense. That's insanity. He's dead ass. Well, like throwing that tight end bubble screen, he's dead ass. But I got a better question. No, no, no. No, but, you know, no. All right, all right, cool. But he's doing it also in bad situational football. Like, it's terrible. Word. Like, this guy. Word. You know what I'm saying? So, now go ahead and ask that question, but I don't, because I was about to go on the tangent. Leading. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I want you to go on a tangent. I'm going to bring up one play. I'm going to bring up a play, and then I'm going to bring up what is not being done. And I just still don't understand it. It's hurting my heart. And I just, I, I, for the love of God, how come we haven't had a, over this, a back or a fade at all? I, I need to know. How come we're throwing Paige to Sterling Shepard instead of Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, Caden Smith? I don't know. Nico what Johnson, packages in the red zone. Kenny Galladay. We, we tower over some teams, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. We can't we get a back shoulder fade. We ain't really been throwing a lot of back shoulders, man. Yo. And they have been hard on what, what I tell you what it does do, though, is he does put long balls, pause, in the window, though, in the window of opportunity. He puts it in there all the mother of the time, boy. And we need to take more shots down the field, too, man. And we need to have it, you know, you said it earlier, John Ross is a decoy. If he can't, if he can't do nothing else, he's a damn decoy. Stream him running down the fucking field. What is going? He gonna move to safety, baby. He gonna move to safety. There's nothing you can do. He gonna move him. But teams don't have to worry about that concept, because he's not gonna do it. We can manipulate, but unfortunately, Dalton, you got you know the Wizard of Oz. That motherfucker drunk. I don't know what he's doing up there. He's red in the face. I don't know if he's sniffing that blow. A healthy John Ross Chase. And, guys, come on. We got to use that. He's been our healthiest receiver. Yeah, yeah, but Jason Real Garrett is bugging. Jason Garrett is bugging. He's bugging. He is. Hold and on. I hope these what? games... Okay. Okay. Hold, on. hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you just say, E? Who's been the healthiest? That John Ross has been our healthiest downfield threat all season. Uh, you know what's necessary. Really, man. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with that when being used. Oh, I we mean, don't even got the code. Yeah, because yeah. we haven't had we haven't had anybody else. Yeah, I can't let it play. That took a whole minute, but that's a lot of code because. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I didn't think that, you know, I put it in the probability machine, man. AI said, yo, 90, 90, 91%, 98%, something like that. Yo, you're going to be injured. Yeah. So, look, kid, he was injured hey, in the beginning, and now he's in a space to where he's safe. He's not too, you know, overly used or anything like that. You're not doing it all the special things or anything. He's available every week. I love it, shit. I appreciate that, man. I had to eat the for that, me personally. No doubt, but what, I mean, that's cool, you know, because that's, that's awesome, and like I said, man, if he's on the field, man, he's an awesome player, and he's a dynamic player that, you know, defense has got to um, account for, but my thing is this, it's sad, it, it's really sad that that is the case. Because, I mean, I, I can see if Ross ain't missed any time and we like, oh, he, you know what I mean? But he also missed time, too. But to say that he's been the healthiest, that's pathetic on Sterling Shepard, on fucking uh, Slayton, on, on Kenny Galladay, on all of you motherfuckers that have not been out there for a full goddamn season. Especially you that paid $72 million to. That's a fact. It's pathetic. 72 joints. That's a motherfucking you fact. diversify your bonds, nigga. And your portfolio. <laughs> Facts, man. Like, yo, he makes me mad, bro. Like, I just need y'all to know that. Like, I do not like that dude, bro. He's, yo, he's Ruben Randall with me right now. That's, that's where he at in my book. He is Ruben Randall with me right now. I'm a little caught up. I'm a little caught up, bro. I'm a little caught up. I'm a little caught up. Yeah, I did. I I got up to the mother. Oh my God. I ain't all the way there. I'm, I'm yeah, loving it. I'm I ain't all the way there yet, yeah, but I don't like this. I don't like this because I'm getting too close to where I'm suspenseful. Oh, I'm waiting next week. I don't like that, yo. Like yeah, that. but just just save like that to Friday, bro. We're gonna go in on that Friday because I think LRP gonna be caught up, caught up by Friday, and it's on your takes. Yep. All I gotta say is, yo, the concept of this last episode opened up so many other situations, bro. I knew he was a sucker. That's all I'm saying. I ain't talking about Lamar. I'm talking about Kevin Campbell. I knew BMO was a sucker. I knew it. 
Kevin Campbell. D. Mickey, you remind me of Kevin Campbell. Yo, why is everybody hating on D. Mickey, man? I like this. Nah, nah, bro. I'm going to tell you why I'm hating. Because he's making the cardinal. Listen, bro. He's making the cardinal mistake that every dude makes that messes things up. We all know that. We all know that. We've all been there, bro. We all been there. That's why you can identify it so well. Because we all been there. Right. He's a sucker, too, with the manipulation. (laughs) She's a sucker, too. Kato is a sucker, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't wait till we chop it up about it, man. I can't wait. Till y'all yeah, call Friday, up. We're going to get crazy. Mm-hmm. We're going to get crazy, Friday. Yeah, I yeah. caught up on the wood, yeah. too. So I could have swore that I asked you this, LRP. I apologize, bro. But I, I, I know I asked you, did you like the Shang Chi joint? I know I did. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did, but I had jumped in and shit because that's my yeah. shit. Yeah, that did. That's it, right. Yeah, really. What's that, the rings? That's the rings, John, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I see it, yeah. I'm, I'm a, I only got one critique. Oh, only God. one. Go only one. It. I only got one critique. I just think they over-comedy, over-comedic. The Chinese girl was just a little overbearing at times. That's I, you know, I like that. I like it, yo. Because it didn't make it so damn serious, yo. Yeah, 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 and I listen. I'm old school. I just wanted to really I see him do some. She I just was everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like I, it. I like the movie. I, and let me let me say this: the graphics, super dope. How they mm-hmm. did the whole concept of the rings and dope. Oh my! You can't you can't mm-hmm. beat that. You can't beat that. I will admit, I do need to watch it again because y'all don't want to hear the story of me ingesting this motherfucking film. Because that shit was all the way terrible. Worst experience ever. And this shit only happens to me. I could not believe it. Could not believe it. These people bought in a dude that had no business being in the movie theater. The dude had all kinds of freedom. Man, I got to tell y'all this offline, bro. Yeah, talk to me. I'm not crazy. Dude was all sweaty and shit. And then I was in the movie theater that had automatic seats. And he wasn't, he didn't walk well. Right? He didn't walk well. And he's sweaty, and he was walking towards me, and I accidentally hit the button, and my leg started coming up. And he coming towards me, and he ain't got no mask on, and he black, milk dud looking dude, and my legs just started going up. And I was like, oh, shit, this motherfucker, I'm going to trip this motherfucker, and he going to fall on me. Man, that didn't happen. But I told him, I said, I swear to God, I'm not doing this on purpose. Not doing this on purpose. I don't know what, what's going on here. So he sits down. But the whole damn time, dude is breathing like an oxygen machine. I thought I was sitting next to him <laughs> up in the seat back. I was like, this motherfucker's holding the seat back out here. I'm going to say, LRP, you probably was a victim of probably a high-value consumer that was, you know, of the MR population. That had an out, had a, a night out. You know what I'm saying? Probably. I don't know if you had somebody chaperoning him. 
Yo, this game is getting yeah. mad. All right, everybody. Appreciate your mind. Love y'all brothers, man. You know how we do it. Come on, New York. Let's and, stop uh, playing. Let's go. Can't in the mall, man. Oh, yeah, quickly. Let's handle it. So New York, man. Still, break. Okay, Barrett. In New York, break. ever go through that? You stream or something and then all of a sudden they shoot the basketball and it pours in the air? Whenever y'all ready to end it, brothers, superb show. Tomorrow, Thriving Thursday, LRP, we have no problems in Houston. We'll be in the building, and we're on. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.